0: You know, interestingly enough, it's um it's like, you know, a little before one o'clock, twelve fifty three PM on um May twenty third, twenty twenty two. And you know, I just wanted to kinda outline like how this all kind of played out because I'm totally okay with it and I felt like, you know, after sending someone this writing, you know, I felt like, yes, there was a part of me that regretted it, but I also felt like, but this is the only way I can be free. Like, I feel like I can no longer continue to interact with you under the weight of your judgment. You know, it's like, I felt like I could no longer just pretend as if What he was doing to me wasn't hurting me. And then for him to expect me to interact with him as if I had not, as if he had not hurt me. And also not being willing to talk about it. And so for me, in my writing to him, I felt like I would prefer no contact with you, you know, if you're going to feel like you can speak to me that way, you know. And so I felt like. I had, I, you know, typically I know him not to read stuff like that, you know, but I kind of felt like even reading the title alone, the title alone would have let him know what the remainder of that article said. And so I think there's a part of me that felt like it's my prayer that he did not read the whole thing, you know, because it wasn't my intent to hurt him but it was my intent to set myself free. And I felt it's very very difficult to describe how I felt in that moment. I felt psychologically it came down to a you or me situation. I I, I really felt like a lot, it was a line in the sand drawn where I felt like I am not going to go through another cycle with you with you, whatever is going on in your mind, with you thinking that I've done such a terrible thing that it gives you a right to speak to me the way that you did. I felt like in a minimum, I felt like in order to set myself free, I felt like, okay, if you feel that you have a right to quote unquote vent at me, well, this is my way of venting. I write novels, you know? And I, it made me think about this rule that we learned like first year of law school, where it's like you take your plaintiff as you find them. <laughs> I think it's called like an egg, what is it? Like egg thin skull theory, which is that, you know, if you throw a rock at someone's head and unbeknownst to you, they have a thin skull and you crack their skull, then you're responsible for their demise. It's a casualty at that point and you're at fault. You know, so for me, I've been I have felt like, well, I've been trying to explain to you that you're dealing with such a person. And thus far, you have demonstrated to me that you will disregard that in a number of dis- different situations and in an, under a number of different circumstances. So therefore, I feel that the only alternative for me is to myself to scream. You know, I felt like this is not, this is, this is, this is not, I felt like this is my, this is how I yell. You know, I felt like, so then from this point forth, you should know then, therefore, that this is how I take out my frustration through creative writing. And it's because it's not fair for me to have to endure another cycle where I have to hold all of that in while at the same time living under the, the weight of your judgment, you know, that's what I felt. That's that. I felt like I needed to do that to liberate myself. And that's what I did. You know, and I I will stand up to anyone who would take issue with that. I, I'd stand up to anyone. I feel like the facts and the circumstances justified what justify what I did. And I don't, I don't really care how it's interpreted by anyone. No, I can't. I, I take that back. I do care. However, my concern for someone else's mental health does not outweigh or override my concern for my own. And I just felt that it was just inconceivable that I should have to go through another round of this, you know, with this person thinking that under any circumstances, he would have a right to call and speak to me that way, you know, given the realities and the circumstances under which we live. And I felt like, well, this is my scream. This is my scream because you know what? It's either gonna be a scream internally in which case I'm going to implode. I think the beauty of it for me is that instead of externally exploding to the, to the point of doing something or saying something that I would later regret lashing out at someone, it's like I have, we've had conversations about, well, this is how I scream now. Like I learn not to lash out at people. I learned not to take out my anger at them or maybe general anger or maybe internal angst. It's like I learned not to lash out and take that out on people. But it's it's, it's not reasonable for me to just continue to sit there and shrink and have to like not be myself, you know, because I'm afraid that me being myself is going to somehow impact your image. You know, especially when I believe that, you know, you haven't really given that much regard for my quote unquote image, you know, it's like, I don't want to be that little thing you portray me as either. That little crazy thing. Who wants to be that? Not me, you know, not me. And I felt like that is what another round of this would have led to. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like, that would have led to that. And I'm like, no, I just, I just can't do it. It's like my intent was not to hurt your feelings, you know. But, however, I very much intended to liberate myself. Yes, I did. You know, I went to great lengths in order to do so. Learned a lot along the way in order to free my mind. You know? Yeah, I did. It was very intentional, my steps. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I was determined to be free. Okay.